Welcome to Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth. We're in studio today with friend of the show and guest co-host Sharon Crowley from the Ohm Center of Healing. And we're talking with and having the pleasure of talking with Dr. Tai from Whole Family Chiropractic in St. Paul, Minnesota. And he has been a doctor of chiropractic and working and practicing neurologically based chiropractic chiropractic since 2007. And your primary focus has been, which is beautiful, and my family has benefited, on pediatric and family care. Um, And tell us more about that, like for our listeners who are new to you and your colleague and partner, Dr. Chelsea. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to share today. And um, uh, what really got me into things was learning how the body can heal itself. And I remember undergrad, uh, high school, anatomy and dissection and physiology, learning about the body. And then as I was deciding what I wanted to be, I was touring Northwestern, the chiropractic school in Bloomington. And uh, one of the professors giving the tour to prospective students put an x-ray up. And it Mm. was a teenage boy with asthma. And he said, all right, do you see this top part of this boy's spine? You can see where it's out of alignment. And what's actually happening is it's not just the spine that's being affected, but it's his brain and body communication. Mm. Because when the brain is sending messages to the lungs, it actually leaves that top part of the spine to connect the brain to the lungs. So he described starting to adjust this boy, and pretty soon the boy was off his inhaler, his asthma went away, and he was doing great and thriving. And I thought, wow, that's such a cool story to learn Yeah, if the brain connects with everything in the body, but there's interference in that communication, then the body's not going to work the way it's supposed to. And if you can restore that connection, pretty amazing healing can happen. So that's what got me into, like, not only excited for the nervous system, but also kids as well. And I remember I was graduating, I graduated end of 2007, and one of my early patients uh, was a 13-year-old boy in the autism spectrum. And I'd been working with his dad with some numbness tingling down his arms. His dad was getting great results. He said, hey, Dr. Ty, do you think you could help my son? Um, and I said, well, let's, let's see. You know, I'm <laughs> fresh out of school. Right. I don't know, does this stuff really work that well? And, um, and so he came in, and he was very anxious, very jittery. Parents said a lot of times he'd get up at 4, 4.30 in the morning and just be revved up going all day long. Um, He had trouble with fine motor, with handwriting, uh, gross motor, with like just connecting his body, his arms and his legs and moving. Um, He couldn't tie his shoes at 13 years old. And it just so happened he also had asthma. And parents said, yeah, if he goes outside, plays with his cousins, he'll have these bad asthma attacks and have to stop playing and come inside. Mm -hmm. And so fast forward, start adjusting him. Within the first month, all of a sudden parents said, guess what, Dr. Tai? He had to be woken up before school because he was still sound asleep when it was time to get up and get ready in the morning. Oh, my gosh. his nervous system started to calm down. And then the teacher reports, Brian, for the first time, drew a three in class. Wow. And he had never been able to do that before. OT said there was this little jungle gym. He'd kind of play on the bottom, but didn't do very well. All of a sudden, a couple months into adjustments, he's climbing to the top. And three months in, parents are like, guess what? These last few weeks, he's been playing outside with his cousins. No asthma attacks. Like, whoa, so cool. And then another month goes by, comes in the office, and he's asking his parents, can I show him? Can I show him? They're like, of course you can, Brian. He goes, Dr. Ty, Dr. Ty, check this out. And he bends down. He goes, one shoelace, two shoelaces, boom, ties his shoes and you just learned how to do that for the first time at 13 years old. So um, just so fun to see those changes 
and experience as a new doc myself, having just graduated, knowing the impact the nervous system can have for really amazing healing. And did you find that that got you very excited about working with um, children and and, uh, getting to them before it's a whole lot of complication? Or did you find that uh, just being able to connect with them Right. So initially, there was a lot of passion then to help kids, say, if they're autistic, if they have ADHD, anxiety, sensory processing, in that theme of stressed out brains, Mm -hmm. um, which we we still have a big passion for in our office, still do a lot of because we see so much of it nowadays. Um, and then as we're helping more and more of those kiddos, we also started to see certain themes and certain, uh, trainings that I've had us, um, in the pediatric chiropractic realm also helped us look earlier and earlier right. to say, well, why wait till Brian's 13 years old right. and try to uh-huh. make up for all this lost ground? What if we can start earlier? And then so, that led us into, you know, working with newborns, working earlier on just to help their brain and nervous system get off to a good start. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. I was going to say, tell us about <laughs> <How> that. <early? laughs> like, yes. Because yeah, I love um, what you're sharing, Dr. Tai, is like, here's this, like, you have this curiosity and passion that was ignited by, you know, this tour at Northwestern. And then your belief that we can self-heal mm-hmm. and that we're beyond you know, we haven't even fully tapped into that fullest potential of our self-healing abilities. And that this is all a pathway to getting people free because the freer we can be mm-hmm. in our body, the better breath we can have, right? Like to your point Absolutely. with asthma. But you work with newborns. I've seen them in your office. Mm-hmm. And why would a newborn, I mean, I, I know, but for our listeners who don't, why would a mm-hmm. newborn even need some support Absolutely. Um, from whole family chiropractic. Yeah, and that the the birth process itself can be stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, even as an example, my wife, when she was 34 weeks pregnant, even before the birth, um, but she had fallen and broken her ankle. It was mm-hmm. two breaks all the way through, so the bone was like displaced, moved over. Oh, that makes um, me cringe. Yeah, it, and it was a time then where she needed two plates and nine screws put in to reset things. And uh, one, I will say that that's like an amazing time where we're so thankful for modern medicine and Absolutely. that crisis care and what they can do. Emergency room. So she's yeah, not limping around from 38 years old on through the rest of her life, right? right. Um, and then knowing, though, in that realm that that was a big stress on Mason, my son, while he's in the womb. Right. Yeah. Because not only does the umbilical cord carry the blood supply, and we've, you know, I, I find a lot of parents have been eliminating BPA from their water bottles and eating better and trying to eliminate the chemical side. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, in modern day society, the stress side of things mm-hmm. is. Absolutely. Even in my wife's case, she was she has her own business. She was trying to wrap up a few things before baby mm-hmm. came, so she could have some time off. So she was going, going, you know, the stress of that fall, and so now that stress that mom's experienced during pregnancy is also being wired into baby through the umbilical cord in the Mm -hmm. nervous system. So there's times where we see babies, um, they're starting to be wired for stress. And then now we have the birth process itself where in, again, I'll share my son's example, because my wife was on a knee roller for the last (laughs) five weeks, um, it started to shift her pelvis. So labor and delivery ended up being 30 hours. Um, We're 
pretty sure my son had a broken clavicle because he got stuck partway through mm-hmm. and came out uh, adding stress mm-hmm. on a physical level now through the birth process. Right. Sure. We see kids in our office who maybe they had forceps. I was born forceps myself mm-hmm. or suction or like we talked to one mom whose head, baby's head was stuck in the pelvis and she wanted so bad to have a natural vaginal birth and each contraction, all it was doing was shifting, pushing baby's head into her pelvis mm. instead of pr- letting baby progress through. Mm-hmm. So ended up with an emergency C-section because he just wasn't getting through, pulled out the other way, but now he's born with his head stuck to the side, the torticollis, exactly, because of how the labor and delivery went. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's... Well, and I think even if you have like a total uneventful vaginal birth mm-hmm. and everything quote unquote went as planned that transition in and of itself is still stress it might be you stress it might be right. the positive version of stress but i think everyone can benefit um and i know my you know my four kids have benefited from seeing you and dr chelsea over the years because when i became aware more of my own chronic stress pattern that i was holding forever i mean inherited probably (laughs) um and reinforced in this lifetime uh i realized hey i don't want that actually to be our baseline i actually want our baseline to be kind of more parasympathetic and that hybrid state of being aware and awake but not chronically stressed Hmm. and alert yes um or over alert or hyper alert or hyper vigilant yeah, and so that's you guys have the really nervous system us. comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even to your point, there is uh, check the baby after a real smooth home birth. Like, no, nothing eventful, like I right. was just describing. Yeah. But mom and dad said, oh, he's having trouble latching. And his mm-hmm. midwife said, ah, you should have your chiropractor check him. And it was, he was a day old and just like wasn't getting it. His upper neck was off. Did oh. a very gentle adjustment, just like if you have a really ripe tomato and you're just testing to see if it's got a little give to it. So, very gentle pressure. Adjust his upper neck, leave. Dad messages me, boom, he's <laughs> latching like a champ, he said. Oh, <laughs> like, I just awesome. turned that on. So, that's an example of things that did go pretty smoothly, but even then, just because a baby's neck is delicate, yeah. you know, when you pass baby to aunt or uncle or grandma and grandpa, right, you're always protecting the head and the neck right. as you pass the baby. Well, and even that is such a stressful thing for both parents and baby. If and they're not latching. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, that's throwing off the nervous system, yeah. right? And I also, I mean, one of the things that I think might be worthy of highlighting is your office does a very gentle approach. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, some listeners might be thinking, oh, my gosh, you're like cracking. Right. I mean, I know that's not the appropriate term, Um, but some people think of chiropractic as that. So maybe you can kind of highlight the difference for our listeners. And that, to your uh, mentioning for your own kids for yeah. your boys where you didn't want their nervous system stuck in stress. Right. And uh, so in our or office mine, then, for that matter. Or, right. <laughs> <laughs> they are feeding off of you. Exactly. Because we, we do. We mirror right. our parents. Exactly. And we mirror our parents in how we walk a lot of times or move through the world and also just that energetic, physiological, emotional, mental mirroring that happens. And yes, there's differences, but that's that first template that they might be baselining off of. We definitely have some parents bring in their younger one for anxiety, and then we're talking to mom or dad and thinking, <laughs> all right, 
right, you are going to benefit from <laughs> some care, too, because if your nervous system's calmer, right. they're going to mirror that themselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then instead of the manual twist, turn, pop, crack, Thank tends you. to be more of, um, let's say you fall off a ladder, you shift something out of place, you're trying to push it back into place. Right. Um, we know that the bones don't move by themselves, that it's the muscle that actually is attached to the bone moving mm-hmm. the bone. And if you're feeling stressed and your muscles are tense, you might get the same adjustment over and over because it keeps pulling the bone out. Mm-hmm. And that was my experience as a chiropractic student was always getting the same spot adjusted mm-hmm. and thinking, well, wait a minute, if my body's supposed to be healing, why do I, I always need the same adjustment? Mm-hmm. And then that's where we're starting to look down the nervous system. <laughs> I was out. like, go further with that. <laughs> <laughs> because then realizing that the muscles, similar, they don't act on their own. They're responding to the uh, the environment, and your brain's perceiving the environment as stressful or as calm, and then it's telling your body how to respond. So if your brain's perceiving a stressful environment and that stress is starting to creep into the nervous system, mm-hmm. we've all had those days where our shoulders are up by our ears, right? We don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then uh, going further upstream, we're saying, well, the nervous system's the master controller. Mm-hmm. So if we can help the nervous system be in an unstuck state, and if it has been wired for stress for a while, that may be the state that it's used to being in, mm-hmm. so it naturally starts to respond to stress. Mm-hmm. Maybe as a toddler, it's tantrums that last an hour instead of 10 minutes, mm-hmm. or you're going to school, and now you're worried about your classmates. You're worried about um, uh, being able to connect with the teacher, homework, um, if your nervous system is wired with stress, we'll see kiddos that get sick a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So chronic ear infections or stuffed sinuses or a cold that lasts for months. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously sleep, as I mentioned in Brian's case earlier. Um, digestion gets thrown off because if you're in stress mm-hmm. mode, your body can't signal good absorption, good motility, everything to keep uh, digestion moving. So there's uh, when we see... And I, I think this is becoming more common where people realize like chronic stress has such a big impact on our body. Totally. And what we're passionate about is helping parents, kiddos, adults realize that that stress isn't just external, but it be, uh, be coming from inside the body as well. Yeah, 100%. And it's one of the reasons why when I was looking for a chiropractic care for myself and my family, your office really resonated because um, I come from that background of somatics and it's like, how is the brain mapping the nervous system and the muscular system and affecting the skeletal and the metabolic? And so it just really, I was like, oh, this makes sense to me. It's not forcing the bones without re-educating the muscles and the nervous system. So I really appreciate how much care your whole family chiropractic brings forward when you are partnering with families. Thank you. Yeah, 100%. Um, We are going to keep exploring sovereignty with Dr. Tai and Whole Family Chiropractic as we continue this conversation. Um, And being in studio with Sharon Crowley and myself as we unpack more how the nervous system controls and regulates everything and why it's such a big deal. And we'll be returning to explore that with Dr. Tai. I'm Elizabeth.
Elizabeth Sullivan, owner of Selma Soul Sovereignty. I teach people to transform and heal their bodies, minds, and spirits and manifest higher consciousness. My hope with Selma Soul Sovereignty is that you open up to the power to heal yourself. We believe the power to heal is within each of us. It supports us coming home to ourselves and our authenticity. The alchemy of Selma Yoga, Ayurveda, energy medicine, and multidimensional healing is a synergistic approach that supports this self-healing state within and around us. It is filled with common sense and a deep understanding of the beauty for life and consciousness. It reminds us that our true divine nature is light aligned with love, and when we orientate toward it, much releases, heals, and transforms. Experience the power and freedom within and ways to support your body, mind, and spirit being unified. Soma Soul Sovereignty, awaken to your light within. For more information, visit elizabethsullivan.love or somasoulsovereignty.com. That's somasoulsovereignty.com. At the School for Higher Consciousness, we are committed to raising the level of consciousness on the planet by educating and empowering people to grow, evolve, and live well. The School for Higher Consciousness is dedicated to supporting people through this critical time on the planet. Our classes provide a path that deeply connects you to your inner power and higher levels of consciousness. At the School for Higher Consciousness, we inspire, teach, and empower people to develop the skills and practices needed to energetically heal, grow, and connect more fully to their life purpose. The School for Higher Consciousness is building a global community grounded in the power of collaboration, the spirit of unity, consciousness, and the joy of human connection to help usher in a new model for a new era. Our programs include the Energetic Healing Program, Conscious Leadership Transforms, The Physical Alchemist, and much more. They are rooted in wisdom and designed to support your continued growth and transformation. This is Elizabeth from Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, and I hope you register and learn more at schoolforhigherconsciousness.com. That's schoolforhigherconsciousness.com. Does your child struggle with sensory issues? Do they fight getting dressed in the morning, or are they anxious to go to school? Are they easily overwhelmed and overstimulated by lights and sounds? At Whole Family Chiropractic, we love helping parents understand why their child is struggling, and more importantly, how to help. We use safe, gentle, and effective neurologically-based chiropractic to help your child's brain feel calm, safe, and organized. For more info, visit sensoryhelpmn.com. That's sensoryhelpmn.com. Would you like to create more freedom in your life? Developing higher consciousness and sovereignty is the currency for that freedom. Transformation expert Nancy Claremont Cart with the Joy Effect empowers leaders to transform their lives and impact using conscious leadership principles. Nancy is offering a transformational eight-week group coaching program Conscious Leadership Transforms starting October 24th to help leaders create more joy, abundance, and freedom. Register now at nancyclaremontcar.com. with Elizabeth and friend of the show, Sharon Crowley, who's here as a guest co-host. And we are speaking with Dr. Tai from Whole Family Chiropractic, who has a family pediatric-based practice in St. Paul, Minnesota, but has really been on the cutting edge of if we can heal at a younger age, how much more freedom and sovereignty that brings to not only your young patients, but to the family as a whole. Um, and you tend to believe the nervous system regulates everything, 
and some people that might be a new concept too. Can you talk a little bit maybe about what that looks like or the vagus nerve and what the vagus nerve is and how that plays into this regulation? Absolutely. And why do we want to be regulated? (laughs) (laughs) And so the nervous system is can help us regulate and calm, or it can excite us and give us adrenaline and cortisol and stress hormones if we're working out, if we have a deadline. So it's not just about calm and regulation, but really it's that adaptability. And our nervous system is taking in everything in our, in our environment and telling our body how to respond to that. I, one doctor once said, the brain actually spends most of its time listening. Mm. I thought that was fascinating because we think so often is the brain's telling everything in the body what to do. But if we step back, we say, well, the brain has to actually know what's going on Mm -hmm. in order to tell the body what to do. Right. Right? If you don't have any food in your belly, your brain's not going to tell your stomach to release some acid to digest food if nothing's there. Mm -hmm. So same like if we have a bug, it's our nervous system coordinates with our immune system to recognize Is it a virus? Is it a bacteria? Mm -hmm. Have we seen this before? Do we know how to respond to it? So it's gathering all this data, and then it's saying, okay, well, we're going to use these white blood cells, or uh, people sometimes don't realize, like, the body creates a fever on purpose. In this example, to regulate, it knows, oh, if it's this kind of virus, if I can get a fever so high, it's actually going to slow down how quick that virus replicates, And I'm going to keep it there until the virus is gone or it's clearing out. So in this case, fevers are actually a good thing, right? Yes, exactly. I mean, because that's countercultural for some people because you're taught to treat the fever. I think I got to about 48 years old before I knew that little handy fact. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that's what we see in the office is if a child's fever can run its course, it might spike a little higher and it might go more intense on the surface, but then it gets through it more quickly. Right. And Mm -hmm. so there too, the body's smart enough to know if it needs it, how high to put it, and then when it doesn't need it anymore. And that's all regulated through the nervous system because the nervous system is monitoring what's happening in the body to then tell the body how to respond. It's stunning, really. It is stunning because I think I lowered a lot of fevers. That's what we do it. We do it. We do it until we don't know. Right. Right. Until we know. But it is a beautiful thing. Like, really, we are provided for as long as our nervous system is uh, able to do what it's supposed to do. And then, you know, in the sensory realm, the, the eyes are taking in, what are you seeing? If you, if a kid was bullied by another kid in a red shirt, and the next day they see a kid in a red shirt, their sensory system might be sounding the alarms because, again, their nervous system is linking those things together. Especially if they haven't processed that experience, exactly. right, or digested or... Trauma in their system, right. right? And so, again, that's through the nervous system because it's taking in the environment and telling the body what to do. So what is the vagus nerve for our listeners who that vagus nerve might be, you know, a new concept yeah. for? So one of the, the nerves I love talking about is the vagus nerve um, because of its huge influence on the body in a couple ways. One is we have the fight-flight system, which is when we feel stress, we activate fight-flight. And then the vagus nerve is more of the brake pedal to bring us down from that. So we'll see kiddos in our office, as I mentioned earlier, maybe they have a tantrum or a meltdown that just goes and goes and goes. They can't come out of it. Or with anxiety, with focus, 
with even sensory processing issues, the brain is often gets in this heightened state, this stress state, and it can't come down out of it mm-hmm. if the vagus nerve isn't able to be activated. So it's activating the brake pedal, which then helps internal, internally regulate digestion, regulate immune system, shift the body into a healing mode. Mm-hmm. Because if we're in fight flight, we're about protection and responding in the moment. And that's good, as I said, if we're working out, if we have a deadline, if we are getting bullied, we have to respond to <laughs> if it. There's you know, danger, it's, it's normal. If need, yeah. Tiger. And then we also need to be able to shut it down to eat a meal and fall asleep at night and rest and recover. And what we're seeing so often nowadays is there's so much stress that the vagus nerve starts to get burnt out. Hmm. It's kind of like the brakes in your car. And maybe you see the stoplight, so you start to put the brake down, but your car keeps going. And because it's having to be used over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And so what we find is helping um, the nervous system regulate stress better, you can only eliminate so much stress in your life. So if we can help the nervous system adapt better, it's going to be able to respond better. And oftentimes that is by activating the vagus nerve and getting it back online. so sorry, I just want to jump more in about the the vagus nerve. Is that something that you address through your adjustments or through your treatment? Yes. Yeah, so to where where the internal stress can be coming from. So I mentioned external pieces. Mm-hmm. Internally, the vagus nerve leaves from the brainstem, which is at the base of the skull. And what we see is if the upper neck is off, it's going to impact that vagus nerve the most. And uh, there's an example, maybe uh, your kiddo as an infant was really colicky, or they didn't nurse well, or they were constipated, or they didn't sleep, they were crying all the time. Those might be signs early on that the vagus nerve is off. Hmm. And then we get to toddlers, now it's maybe the immune system, so the ear infections, the, the meltdowns, the tantrums, behaviors. As we get a little bit older, now we're seeing um, the sensory system start to be more be able to handle things that as a a newborn, if I went outside with my son with bright light, right, he'd cover his eyes and and have to retreat from it. Mm -hmm. As we're older, our sensory system should be able to handle that. But if a kiddo's sensory system is off, maybe the fluorescent lights in the classroom are too much for them. Maybe if it's an auditory piece, their neighbor's tapping their pen on the table or we had one kiddo in fifth grade who, anytime they did breakout sessions, he would overhear all the other conversations, and he couldn't pay attention, and he really struggled academically. And that sensory side is also regulated by the vagus nerve. Um, so, so if your kids are having those experiences... That's a good sign. That's a good sign that they could get support from your care... That exactly. whole family, right? Yep. And, and what does that look like for people? Let's say I'm, you know, I come in with, you gave some examples. Yeah, like I'll see that fifth yeah. grader. So he was diagnosed with ADHD mm-hmm. because on the surface it looked like he couldn't pay attention. He really struggled with math and with reading and was falling behind. And uh, as we were chatting, I'm like, oh, okay, it sounds more like your brain's getting distracted by noises. So if we can help your brain process that better, I think you're going to do really well. Mm -hmm. And so we started adjusting him, and we did a check-in at six weeks where we we have some scans I think we'll touch on here in a little bit to measure progress. 
and mom's filling out his progress form, and she said he just got an A plus on a math test. He's got a new love for reading, and a Another week goes by, he goes, Dr. Ty, I just got moved up in math class to the next level. Amazing. And so exciting. Not because we were treating ADHD or treating sensory processing. We found that that area of his nervous system was off, specifically in that vagus nerve area. Right. Started to get it back online. Now his brain could communicate, uh, filter, handle the environment the way it was supposed to, and then everything else followed suit. I love that you're curious enough to not just go with a diagnosis, but to be like, okay, what actually is causing that symptom pattern, which is what we might call a diagnosis, and how do we give it the right stimulus to release that patterning so that we can take in information the way that we're meant to or, you know, with more ease, greater access. Yeah, and I think that really highlights the point about uh, root cause and um, symptoms versus what's actually happening versus if if the fantastic acute care that the Western medical system can provide, there's a place for each of those things. But understanding that a diagnosis could just be a collection of symptoms mm-hmm. and that there may be something to look at a little bit deeper, and the fact that you can do that is so exciting, especially with children. Because I mean, I think or I or the might, whole family, or the whole family. <laughs> but I, 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 it's an ecosystem. It's an ecosystem, and we all uh, play off of each other and interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think it would be very exciting in my own world <laughs> to have everybody be able to look a little bit deeper. And I think that the nervous system is really where it's at for healing. Uh, for all of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that allows what gets us excited too is being then if we don't have to worry about a diagnosis, we don't have to worry about every little thing going on and worry about treating them all individually. Right. Right. Also, early in practice, we do see adults too. Some people ask, is yeah. it just for kids? And we see. No, I've seen between. like, I've seen very, like, you know, grandparents at mm-hmm. your practice, which is lovely. I'm like, the cutest at 102 is the oldest that I've cared for. Wow. And I pull out a little stool for her to get up on the exam table. <laughs> and she literally kicks it aside and hops up on the table and kind of gives a little shake like, I don't need that. <laughs> I love it. But, well, so yeah. we're about 40, 45% pediatric. So it's high within the chiropractic realm. And, of course, we do see the whole family. But don't you find that lots of times if you're treating the entire family, it gives you insight into a lot of what's going on with them just because you are actually interacting with the, all of the family members? Exactly. Yeah. And to our point, we feed off each other right. as a family dynamic in the community. You know, and we could branch that it out. Ripples it out. Yeah. Right. So uh, there's this metronome video that we share where it's 30 little metronomes that – tick-tock, back and forth, tick-tick-tick-tick. And the person goes through and starts them all at different timing. Uh And they're all chaotic. And within a couple minutes, they're all tick-tocking in the same harmony, the same frequency. Mm. So that's same with our nervous system. There's a vibration to it. So if we're vibrating at a more regulated level, that starts to uh, trickle into other family members and other community members as well. Yeah, you're you're changing the community one person at a time or one family at a time for sure. One family. Yeah. <laughs> what what is, you mentioned these neurological scans and we have a couple of minutes. Can you explain for our listeners like what is a neurological scan? Why do you scan? 
Yeah. So we, uh, in order to help us assess the nervous system, we have three different scans that we do. The first one is heart rate variability, which helps see at an overall picture, how is the nervous system responding to stress? And is it, uh, is your battery being drained more than it's being filled up? And if it is being drained, that's where things are going to pop up. Your resiliency is going to be down, whether it's immune system, energy, focus, productivity at home, at work, at school, um, being able to handle what life's throwing at you. Uh, That one we just measure through the fingertips. Um, And the nice thing with all of our scans, there's nothing that goes in the body. They all measure from the surface. Mm -hmm. So we can do them with pregnant women, with newborns, because they're, they're very safe. Um, the other one we do is a thermal scan, so it's measuring uh, the temperature along both sides of the spine and comparing all the nerves that are leaving the spine side to side. And this years ago at Johns Hopkins, they had done a study where they found if they measured both sides, if that temperature was similar, when they traced that nerve around to the body part, that body part was working the way it was supposed to. Cool. If one side was warmer than the other side, when they traced that nerve around, that body part was malfunctioning. And so it gives us an insight into the organs and the glands. And then the last scan we do measures muscle energy, which is the one that is often most important for the brain stress that we see. And so it's measuring when a child's sitting there. And even if they're wiggling, we're good with kids of all (laughs) um, varieties. But if there's stress on that scan, it's going to be stress that's being sent into the brain. So we talk to parents to say, it looks like your kid's sitting still doing nothing, but inside there's actually a lot of stress and activity and noise, almost like they're listening to Metallica, <laughs> even though they're sitting still. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's, that scan helps us pinpoint how much noise is being fed into the brain from their body. Awesome. How can um, people find you? Like if they're listening right now and they want to work with you or have more resource from Whole Family Chiropractic, yeah, how can Our they? website is a great resource, healthyfamilymn.com, healthyfamilymnforminnesota.com. We have different different things that we commonly work with, whether it's infants, children, teens, adults, and there's good videos on there explaining in those in specific scenarios what we do and how it works. And then we're on social media, Facebook, Instagram as well. All the place. And is that healthy MN on social um, media or is it whole family? It's a little different. Facebook is forward slash chiropractor St. Paul. And then Instagram is wfc.mn. Awesome. Well, we're in studio with Dr. Tai and my guest co-host Sharon Crowley from the Ohm Center of Healing. And Dr. Tai is joining us um, from Whole Family Chiropractic and exploring pathways that get set ourselves free with compassion and self-healing states that are available to each and every one of us. Stay tuned for more. I'm Elizabeth Sullivan, owner of Soma Soul Sovereignty. I teach people to transform and heal their bodies, minds, and spirits and manifest higher consciousness. My hope with Soma Soul Sovereignty is that you open up to the power to heal yourself. We believe the power to heal is within each of us. It supports us coming home to ourselves and our authenticity. The alchemy of Soma Yoga, Ayurveda, energy medicine, and multidimensional healing is a synergistic approach that supports this self-healing state within and around us. 
It is filled with common sense and a deep understanding of the beauty for life and consciousness. It reminds us that our true divine nature is light aligned with love, and when we orientate toward it, much releases, heals, and transforms. Experience the power and freedom within and ways to support your body, mind, and spirit being unified. Soma Soul Sovereignty, awaken to your light within. For more information, visit elizabethsullivan.love or somasoulsovereignty.com. That's somasoulsovereignty.com. At the School for Higher Consciousness, we are committed to raising the level of consciousness on the planet by educating and empowering people to grow, evolve, and live well. The School for Higher Consciousness is dedicated to supporting people through this critical time on the planet. Our classes provide a path that deeply connects you to your inner power and higher levels of consciousness. At the School for Higher Consciousness, we inspire, teach, and empower people to develop the skills and practices needed to energetically heal, grow, and connect more fully to their life purpose. The School for Higher Consciousness is building a global community grounded in the power of collaboration, the spirit of unity, consciousness, and the joy of human connection to help usher in a new model for a new era. Our programs include the Energetic Healing Program, Conscious Leadership Transforms, The Physical Alchemist, and much more. They are rooted in wisdom and designed to support your continued growth and transformation. This is Elizabeth from Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, and I hope you register and learn more at schoolforhigherconsciousness.com. That's schoolforhigherconsciousness.com. Does your child struggle with sensory issues? Do they fight getting dressed in the morning, or are they anxious to go to school? Are they easily overwhelmed and overstimulated by lights and sounds? At Whole Family Chiropractic, we love helping parents understand why their child is struggling, and more importantly, how to help. We use safe, gentle, and effective neurologically-based chiropractic to help your child's brain feel calm, safe, and organized. For more info, visit sensoryhelpmn.com. That's sensoryhelpmn.com. Would you like to create more freedom in your life? Developing higher consciousness and sovereignty is the currency for that freedom. Transformation expert Nancy Claremont Cart with the Joy Effect empowers leaders to transform their lives and impact using conscious leadership principles. Nancy is offering a transformational eight-week group coaching program Conscious Leadership Transforms starting October 24th to help leaders create more joy, abundance, and freedom. Register now at nancyclaremontcar.com. Sovereignty with Elizabeth. We're in studio with friend of the show and guest co-host Sharon Crowley from the Ohm Center of Healing. And we're speaking with Dr. Ty from Whole Family Chiropractic, who does a beautiful job with his clinic and practice supporting the whole family, both from newborn through grandparents, if, uh, if inspired. And I've seen great success by working with them. And I'm delighted to have him sharing his message of hope with Many. Uh, so, Dr. Ty, tell us, who's your ideal, like, the ideal people you like to work with or seem to benefit the most or, that you like to partner with? And who might, if there is such a thing, not be an ideal match? We love working with kids, as we've been discussing, whether it's a newborn wanting to get a good start to life um, or a kiddo that is struggling. And uh, ultimately, we see a lot of parents who have tried many other things. Mm. Maybe they've gone gluten-free, dairy-free. They've tried certain sleep techniques or essential oils and things that are like really good. And they're going down the list and they're like, all right, I've checked off all the boxes of the holistic realm, but something's not shifting in my kiddo. 
And that's one of the things we get most excited for is because we can see the potential of their kiddo just a little bit different when their nervous system's online. Mm -hmm. And it can start to help all those other healthy habits make a bigger impact. So that, that parent that is looking for something holistically or going there, maybe they've been doing medication, they're getting tired and frustrated, and uh, I don't want my kid on that the rest of their life. What can we do different? And on the, on the flip side, there's other chiropractic offices that are really good more with accidents and injuries and that acute care that people often think of, oh, I threw my back out, bending over to tie my shoes this morning. I need to get, <laughs> in, see, get in to see the chiropractor. In that case, we often recommend other offices just because our specialty is helping the nervous system go deeper with healing as opposed to just the acute care. Fair. Fair. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And like we mentioned that in the previous segment that a lot of people might come to you for symptoms and then you get curious and try to figure out like, well, what's underneath that symptom pattern? Um, People also see you for ongoing health. Yes. So that like, what does that look like? Yeah. So the, as I mentioned, the initial care is often because there is a concern and people want to help heal and get on track. And the people that see us for ongoing care is to help their body adapt to life the best they can going forward. Um, Like myself, I've been getting adjusted once a week for 15 years now because I find it helps me go through life better. And if I were you, I might get adjusted every day. Is that, is that too much? Is there such a thing as too much? Well, it's typically you wouldn't need much okay. in that case. <laughs> All right. And that's where we're reading the body each adjustment. So right. uh, if there's nothing to adjust, there's nothing to adjust. Fair, fair. Um, but like, people, if I was like in practice and had a colleague that could adjust me quick, I'd be like. But that is, but that is an interesting idea, though, when you really think about it, if, if, if you are looking at the body and nothing needs to be adjusted, what does that mean? Right. Does that mean um, they're still processing the previous adjustment? Does that mean uh, that maybe some other things are going on and it isn't calling for it? Or does it always mean that you're absolutely great, you're in a good, good place, you don't need to be adjusted? Those are great reflections. It can be any of those. Okay. And that's where if the nervous system is working on something, we let it do its thing. Um, And that's each visit when someone's coming in, we're assessing their body and seeing in that moment, what do they need? So we don't know what we're going to adjust until they're on the table and we start checking them out. Uh, And that's with this style of chiropractic with the neurological uh, focus is we tend to see people more frequent up front, anywhere two to three times a week, because we're trying to shift those patterns in their body. And if we give them too much at once, it tends to overwhelm the nervous system. And now they just kind of freak out and go back to square one. Right, right. And, and then when we're adjusting, it's we're giving their nervous system an input. So now when they get off the table and they're running and playing or going back to their life, now their body's actually integrating and making the changes rather than relying just on us to heal their body on the table. Mm-hmm. It's they're the healer. We're just opening up that ability. Which right. I which I love. And one of the things I noticed from my direct experience of working with, you know, coming to your office with both myself and my kids is eventually my kids got to the point where they're like, I just want to go when I'm in like want to go. And 
I had to back off a little as a parent because I do want them to like seek out that kind of support when they want it. Now, I would have maybe kept them going, you know, they went regularly for a good amount of time before they got to that point. But I appreciate that they'll ask for it mm-hmm. now on their own. Um, like, hey, can I get an appointment? And I'm like, sure. Right. And that's how we appreciate working with families is what, mm-hmm. what's, what they want. And it's, it's similar to if you're doing some exercise and you're eating well and you're feeling in really good shape, like you can keep doing it and keep the momentum going. You can tone it back and be like, oh, I'm still doing okay. You know, and you kind of find that balance in that sweet spot. Mm-hmm. And we tell people if you were on the beach on vacation most of the year, you're probably not going to need that many adjustments. <laughs> so it so much depends on what life's throwing at you. Right. And we'll have people ebb and, throw, ebb and flow throughout the year where maybe in summertime there's not much going on, we'll see the family less. Back to school transition, suddenly we'll see them more to help them get over that hump. Mm-hmm. Or they've got a big test coming up or they're in sports and they've got a big competition. They might do more adjustments in that frame because not only is their nervous system working harder, but it's also we want them in the best performance state possible. So that's a nice thing is we we can modify how often someone's coming in based on where they're at in life. Which I really appreciate because I know my kids have benefited from that in terms of like sports and you supporting them when they're like have hit a, a stressor in that. So, Well, and I'm curious, you know, the world's been a little bit different the last few years. Are there new emerging stressors that you didn't see prior to the last couple of years? Um, Are there things that maybe the listeners or I could look out for with our kids as far as the stressors? The first thing that comes to mind is the social realm, where our brain is really wired for social connection and human interaction. Even the vagus nerve is um, very important in that realm to be able to make eye contact and pick up facial cues and facial features and connect with another human being on an emotional, spiritual, physical, at all those levels, like the vagus nerve is crucial for that. And our brain has a lot of wiring for social interaction. Mm -hmm. So if it's not getting it, it starts to crave other things or feel more stressed because we want that community. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's... If the first thing that jumps to mind is something obviously a big shift. Right. Um, that's happened more recently, so just really encouraging kids to hang out with other kids and be face-to-face with people and build that bond and that connection. It is interesting because I think uh, for me personally, some you know, depending upon who I'm interacting with can throw me <laughs> off a little bit. Um, and and I think it's, it's an interesting thing to note that, that – the social interaction obviously can make me feel much better. I'm an extrovert anyway. I love to talk. I love to communicate. Um, but to know that even if I'm not an extrovert, you know, extroverted person, that my nervous system could benefit from interacting with others because that is how we're, we're wired in general. Like that's an interesting idea that I hadn't really ever taken into account because there are those people obviously that social interaction could be really stressful. Right, right. And there's, like myself, I'm more, I'd say, introverted, where I prefer, like, a deeper relationship and maybe less people, but going deeper within them. So as much as I like my alone time, I do find if I'm golfing with a friend, I do feel a little more recharged afterwards. Right, right. And so, therefore, your nervous system actually enjoys it. Mm -hmm. 
And I also think that a lot of um, our children tend to be maybe more sensitive or empathic, and that's a great gift that I think many humans have, and learning how not to take on the energies of others, but be able to bring that information as knowledge, I think is a skillful thing that you really support in your office. And we really love when a kiddo is stuck in this stress mode and that's all their brain has known for so long and they're doing their deep breathing and trying to calm and they've got their breathing ball or Mm -hmm. parents have them putting their hands certain places they're trying to like regulate regulate Mm -hmm. and it lasts a moment and then boom back to stress and we start adjusting them and there's times where like a kiddo that's squirming all over the place will be lying on the table for Several minutes after their adjustment, mom's like, what's happening right now? <laughs> There's stillness. There's a moment of peace. It's um, a miracle. <laughs> and so we're giving them that opportunity then to mm-hmm. experience that calm. So now they start to have a reference point to come back to to realize if they are yeah. being dysregulated and stressed and strung out to, one, acknowledge it's happening and then actually know, like, if I do my breathing techniques, I can get back to this calmer, grounded state. Yep. When I was, when COVID first hit, normally Dr. Chelsea and I, we adjust each other every week. And when COVID had hit, things had shifted and I had gone maybe three weeks without an adjustment. And I'm like, ah, I think I'm doing okay. Like I don't notice much. Mm-hmm. And until I got adjusted, and normally <laughs> when I get adjusted, there's, you know, a little release and it's kind of a nice reset for me. Mm-hmm. But this time it had been longer and with more stress and it had crept in slowly, so I didn't realize it till I got adjusted. And all of a sudden, I was like, whoosh, like all this <laughs> right. all, all big contrast of release yeah, that it, my body could say, ah, it was building up in there over time. I think that says a lot because if anybody could pick up on whether or not it's going to be a, a beneficial thing or um, if is there a difference, it's interesting how it can creep up on all of us having no idea that we really need it. That's really why family, families see us proactively then. Yes. To do it yeah. Way. Yeah, I notice when I've been gone from your office for a while and I come in, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. What else would be beneficial to, like, share with our listeners as they consider this whole family approach and, and how we can better support our kids being their whole selves? Because I love your tagline. Tell us your tagline. Because the whole family deserves to feel awesome. Right. Yeah. And that, uh, to go along with the theme of your show of exploring sovereignty, is we find parents can start to feel trapped or lose hope or wonder, like, I I feel like I've tapped out all the options. And uh, they're still up at 2 a.m. searching Google and going on the Facebook groups and doing everything. They're like, there's got to be something. There's got to be something. There's got to be something. And uh, I think just giving them that story of hope and potential that their their kiddo knows how to heal, that their body has that potential in it. And if there's something blocking the nervous system from expressing that potential, that might be why they've tried so many things and they feel like they're just hitting their head against the door and not making progress. And so when we can tap into that healing potential, it starts to give the parent a lot of peace of mind and start to allow them to experience freedom and, I'd say, empowerment, too, where mm-hmm. they realize, like, every 
sniffle every little thing. They don't have to rush to the doctor, but they can let their child's body, when it's expressing itself fully, take care of the healing itself. Yeah, like germs aren't such a bad thing, right? Right. (laughs) Our bodies are designed to handle them, to be around them, to take care of them. And also, I think you really hit on something very important for the child to experience and really understand the way they feel um, when they are, you know, I always say in balance, but when their nervous system is, is just rocking it versus dysregulated and needing to come back when they understand the difference they start asking just like elizabeth said they ask i i want to go back to feeling good and so you're providing that for all of these little ones which is knowledge i think we should all have for our entire that's how we live our best life is having that understanding and so you're providing it from the beginning which i think is fantastic kudos to you i think and even going back to my own son's story after his birth he was a lot more fussy had a lot more trouble nursing like trouble sleeping had to be honest all the time a lot tougher than i expected Mm. and uh, knowing that if i didn't know what i knew now he's about to turn three and he would still be in that stress state Mm. and that's where it gets exciting to see the other families to give them that hope and potential because, yes, it was early on it was tough because of that early stress for my son, but we also got him out of it a lot quicker yeah. than had we not known that thing, and now he's thriving and doing great. Well, and Fantastic. I love that you had the direct experience, I and mean, I'm sure that was humbling and challenging and all the things, but that you had so much resource and knowledge and wisdom and direct experience of helping others probably when that happened. It's like, oh, Gave you a 360 mm-hmm. of the... <laughs> <laughs> and some empathy to know what parents are going through. 100%. Yeah. Okay, so taking that empathy, how can these parents that are listening and kids who might be listening find you to get themselves free and feeling awesome? Yeah, so definitely check out our website, healthyfamilymn.com. Check us out on Facebook, on Instagram. And uh, on our website, you can reach out if you have questions or maybe you're not in the Twin Cities. We can help you find a doc in your area too. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Dr. Ty, for what you and Dr. Chelsea do at Whole Family and that whole uh, practice, helping people explore their sovereignty, get themselves free through heart-centered ways that really empower the full individual. Thank you so much. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, Sharon, and Dr. Ty. Thank you for joining. 